When will the Mario theme park open in the US? Are they really making a sequel to I Am Legend? And did all the DC movies get delayed? Well, I talk about all that and more on this episode of The Toddcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus. First off, I wanted to go ahead and say a big congratulations to one of my good friends, Jacob Smith, who is a actually a former two-time appearing guest here on the Toddcast. Him and his girlfriend at the time, Elizabeth, got married last week. So big congrats to them. It was actually last Saturday was their wedding, um, currently on the honeymoon trip right now. Um, as of this recording anyway, as far as I know, I don't really, (laughs) I mean, I don't keep up with him, you know, but he's one of my good friends. I've known him since the third grade. And like I said, he's been on the Toddcast two different times and they've been together for a while and they got married and congratulations to them and long life lasting marriage, whatever the words are, long lasting marriage to them and here's to the future for them and their future family and building all that together, you know. And it's it's so weird because, like, and honestly, I think he's, like, the first guest to have such, like, a major life moment happen that has been on here before. Like, all, the, all of previous guests, you know, like, most of them are older, so it's like most of my guests are already married or already have kids or stuff like that. He's technically the first one to, is he? Yeah, he's technically the first one to, like, get married that I know of. (laughs) As long as I'm, because, I mean, I keep up with people who've been on here, you know. Especially people who's, like, like, Jared and John has been on here a lot. And Jacob's been on twice. Tyler's been on, like, four times. And uh, people who've been on, like, once, who've only made one appearance, you know. I keep up with them. And I think Jacob's, like, the first one that's actually had, like, a a big life moment like this that has been on, you know? So, more power to them, to their marriage, and hoping that that lasts forever. (laughs) Like, it's like they say in the wedding, you know? But it was a a beautiful wedding. It was really nice. Um, The food was awesome. Like, big props to Jacob. Jacob, I know you're listening out there, probably. But big props to y'all, man. Like, that was great. It was actually in the same room that our high school prom was at, that our senior prom was at, that I was actually announced to be the prom king in that room. And then, like, almost four years later... Jacob's getting married in this room, (laughs) so that's pretty cool, you know, like, it's full circle type moments, and big power to them, and just congrats to Jacob and Elizabeth on getting married, and that's a big moment in their lives, and being young, you know, like, I mean, how old are they? I know Jacob's like 21, so it's like, getting married at this age. I mean, I feel like this is the the start. The Whenever you get to, like, 21, in my opinion, it's, like, when it, that's the start age of when I would say it's all right that you get married. You know, I understand there are people. I mean, I have friends who have gotten married at 18, 19 years old, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just, in my opinion, you know, you always see, like, 
getting married at like 18 or 19, if you don't know what you're going to do with your life and don't know what job you want or don't know what you want with your life, I don't feel like you might want to get married at that point. But like with Jacob and them, you know, I've, they're definitely already, he, he know, he's been knowing what he wants to do for years now. And I don't really know what Elizabeth does, but more power to him. Congratulations to him. It's a beautiful wedding, great food, great ceremony. Saw a lot of people there. That The type of situation that, that the wedding was, I'm just going to talk about the wedding the whole time, I guess. The type of situation that the wedding was was awesome to me because like I'm okay in big crowds and I'm okay being in a bit gr- like a big giant group it wasn't huge but being in a big group of people I'm okay with that but it was awesome because I knew like over half the people there <laughs> and like those types of situations are amazing where it's like I can literally turn around and look anywhere, and I know somebody. And I'm like, I could talk to you. I know you from college. I went to high school with you. You're related to one of the people, you know. Like, that's the type of situation that I like. But just once again, congrats to Jacob and Elizabeth on their wedding last week, and it was great. So now we got to figure out who's who's next, <laughs> you know. And I think it's actually a friend of mine who's next in July. So we'll see how it goes, and it'll... It's, it's something that people that I went to high school with and I've lived throughout most of my life are getting married now. So that's, it's weird times, I gotta tell you. So go ahead and dive into some news here. This was announced last week that the first ever Mario theme park in the United States will open at Universal Studios in 2023. That's right. Next year, in 2023, we will have our first ever U.S. edition of a Mario theme park. Of course, I'm pretty sure there is a Nintendo theme park over in Japan. I'm pretty sure that's where that's at. And we're wondering, we were wondering, like, when are we going to get ours? You know, when is the U.S.? Like, I have no problem. Like, if I was really big in Nintendo or Mario or anything like that, I would consider going over there. But then again, it's like, oh. I gotta go all the way across the world to Japan to go to this theme park that's about Mario. You know, it's like, and I, and then it comes to that question. It's not the question of if the U.S. will have a theme park about Mario. It was just a question of when will it happen? Because I mean, we're the United States. If somebody has a type of Mario theme park in Japan or in another part of the world we're going to have one too. Like there's always usually two of big of those big attractions like that. There's always two in the world, two or more in the world. One of them is somewhere else and one of them is in America. It's <laughs> like cuz we got to have it all, you know. They, they don't call us the melting pot of all the countries for nothing, you know. We got to have everything, you know. We got so many different cultures, we got so many different types of people, you know, and, and so we got to have so many different types of entertainment that caters to everybody from all these different types of theme parks and all the Disney World and Disneylands of the world and all that kind of stuff. So the first ever U.S. Mario theme park will be in Universal Studios, I think, and that's in Florida, I'm pretty sure, is where Universal is at. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, I haven't been to a theme park in years. <laughs> I haven't been... I've been to Disney World 
in Florida once. And that was it. <laughs> I was there way back before, I mean, Star Wars wasn't even open. They didn't have a Star Wars land there, you know, which is called Galaxy's Edge. Um, Avengers Campus is over in the California one, which is Disneyland. Um, would I like to go at some point? Yeah, I would, you know, since <laughs> we, we forgot about COVID, you know, so it doesn't really matter at this point. So I guess we're back to somewhat basically normal almost. Um, just really confusing times as a world currently. But I would enjoy it, I think, at some point. You know, they got that new, like, um, hotel thing at Galaxy's Edge at Star Wars Land. I'm, I'm going to call it Star Wars Land every time. At uh, the Star Wars part of the park at Disney World, they have this immersive... I guess, I guess that's what you call it, is an immersive experience, but it's a hotel where you stay the night, like, two nights. And... It's immersive because they put you in, like, the scenario of being in Star Wars, basically on this ship that goes through space, and it's during the sequel trilogy, so Rey and Kylo Ren are there, which I think they should customize it sometimes and just change it up. Like, you should change it up to the prequels with you know, Anakin and Kenobi and the clones and the droids and all that showing up. And, like, throw in, like, Clone Wars references where you have, like, young Boba Fett or Cad Bane and some bounty hunters and all that. And then you can change it up to be in the original movies of 4, 5, and 6. You know, you could have Luke show up and Princess Leia and Han Solo and Chewie and have the old school Empire show up, you know. Like, if, if you're there at a hotel room, it's all futuristic looking like Star Wars. And you're just walking around, like, trying to go get some food or something to drink, or you're going to the bathroom or something, and then you turn a hallway and Darth Vader is coming down the hall, I would turn around and run as fast as I could. Like, I got asthma, and that crap would be kicking in, because I am running. You are, you have got to hightail it. If you see Darth Vader coming at you through a hallway... I'm not about to recreate the hallway scene from Rogue One, if you know what I'm saying. Like, that is, that crap is scary. And Darth Vader, he is like, he's at least, without a doubt, my favorite character from Star Wars, just period. Just the whole arc of from young Anakin Skywalker to turning into Darth Vader and all of that. He's without a doubt my favorite character, but he's still like one of the most scariest the scariest characters of all time. Like, he's up there in, like, top five scariest villains. You know, I mean, he's... There's no... Like, there's no question why he has stayed relevant for so many years because he's Darth Vader, you know? Like, he's one of the strongest people ever. <laughs> like, they still always make these new characters and new movies and new shows and everything with Star Wars. But there's always still the question of like, okay, if this character, this new character fought Darth Vader, who would win? Well, Darth Vader would because he's Darth Vader. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So it's like, I would go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I would do that, you know. And like with this Mario theme park that they're opening next year at Universal, I would consider going, you know. It depends on the prices, too. You know, I mean, gas prices and everything's going up right now. But, you know, you never know what could ha be happening next year. Hopefully, 
a decrease in gas prices. <laughs> I hope that for true. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm interested to see what it looks like. Is what I'm interested in. So it's like you know, I'm I'm not like those big famous YouTubers or people on TikTok or nothing like that, where it's like you got a couple million followers. And they'll ask you to be, like, part of the first group that ever sets foot in the theme park, you know. It'd be nice, you know, to have that ability, you know, to have that recognition of where they ask you to come visit their theme park for the first time. And be like, we want you to review it and give it a good review, give it your honest review or whatever, you know. But, and who knows, that might <laughs> I might be one of those people next year. Whoever knows that, you know. So, yeah. If you want to go check that out, you can just Google Mario Theme Park US, something like that, if you want to check it out, and it'll be available to the public, hopefully by next year. You know, it could change, but as of right now, it's next year, so. So, I heard this today, that Amazon has been making some moves. <laughs> of course, everybody knows Amazon, you know, by the man, Jeff Bezos. Amazon has reportedly bought MGM Studios for $8.5 billion. Now, that is a lot of money. $8.5 billion. Like, like, I understand, like, the deal itself of the thought of that MGM is now owned by Amazon. And, of course, MGM... They got a lot of stuff. You know, MGM Studios used to be the studio back in the day, you know. And they still, MGM, um, they're the ones who make 007 James Bond movies. So, therefore, Amazon now owns the right to all that. So, therefore, I guess all the 007 James Bond movies will be on Prime soon enough. If they already aren't, I don't really know. You know, I mean, they're good movies. I, I appreciate them, you know, but I don't really... I'm not too big in the lore of James Bond, you know, like I played some of the games, I, I've watched a lot of the movies, and they're good movies, but I don't stick into it, you know, but it'd be nice to see them on there, you know, I might, I would, I mean, I'll, I'll watch the newest one, No Time to Die, has it come out already, <laughs> is, is that already, I remember it being delayed so many times. Because of COVID. No Time to Die. And Billie Eilish was the one who sang this song for No Time to Die. Oh, that came out in October of last year. <laughs> well, dang. I forgot about it. Well, I guess it was good. I didn't watch it. But it was probably good because it's Daniel Craig and 007 and all that. But Amazon bought MGM for $8.5 billion. It's the price that gets me. Just seeing this amount of money that just gets shells out to all these, to buy these companies, you know, like to buy MGM Studios. Amazon had to pay $8.5 billion. I mean, I would be okay with just having, if they just gave me 0. 0.5, <laughs> the 0.5 of that is still $500 million. So it's like, the idea of just having half a billion dollars just given to me. And being able to like have that in your bank account and being like, if they get, if I looked up and got on like the bank app and looked at my checking account or my savings account or anything like that and saw 
$500 million was deposited and it wasn't fake and it wasn't drug money or anything like that. And it was like legit $500 million and it was able to sit in my bank account to where I could use it. I would not work. <laughs> no, there's no doubt in my mind. Like, it, think to yourself, whatever job you have, doesn't matter how old you are. Like, I'm 22 years old. I'm not done with college yet, and like as of right now, I'll graduate and then go to work somewhere in marketing, and the, and then there's always the possibility of getting famous, you know, through this and through TikTok or YouTube as well. But if I was given five hundred million dollars right now, I would definitely still finish college, but I would have to. I would not work. I would definitely not work. Like. I'd finish college just because I'm this close to being done. I mean, it's been all, almost four years at this point, you know, of putting in almost a whole full, full full four years. Therefore, I can say I did finish college. I'm not just going to drop everything and just go live my life willy-nilly, you know. Traveling would be nice. God. But there's, like, some stuff that you could buy that would, like, I would not go buy like a super yacht or something like that because them things are expensive. Have you have any of you actually like looked online to see how much like one of those gigantic? I'm talking yachts that like you can land a helicopter on. Like I'm talking those type of yachts, where it's like yachts in the 007 movies or in any of those movies like that, like Fast and Furious or anything, where it's like this just gigantic boat that just sits out in the ocean and does nothing but literally just shows off how much money you have. Like, that's literally all that all it's for. Like, what else can you use a yacht for? Or something that big, you know, to be able to land your helicopter on your yacht. <laughs> that has, and then you got to have, like, a bunch of people clean it and take care of it and all that type of stuff. Them things are, like, $10 million, I'm pretty sure. So it's like, out of my 500, I've already used 10 for the boat, if I was, but I'm not going to buy a yacht, like... There's a whole, I can, I can go for like 30 minutes or, or more even, 30, 40 minutes on like my plan of what I would do if I got $500 million or even just a billion dollars, you know, but not, not working, that would be one of them. <laughs> I would definitely not work at all and try to become a YouTuber, I guess, and do this and see if that can be my job, you know, that'd be, that'd be pretty awesome, you know. Have $500 million and then just make like a couple bucks or whatever a, a week or whatever. But no, working ain't, working ain't going to be part of it. And I like how I got on this conversation topic because of how much Amazon bought MGM for for $8.5 billion. Like, can you imagine? Think of that. That is more, if that was in... Eight and a half billion dollars, if that was all in one dollar bills, that's more one dollar bills than there are individual people on this planet. Can you, what? Like if it was a dollar, if you gave a dollar a person to each person on this planet, eight and a half billion dollars. How many people are on this planet now? Like what's the population? World population. Is it still seven and a half? It's got to be. 
Oh, well, then let's just round it to eight then. So let's say there's eight billion people on the planet. If you gave, if you had eight and a half billion dollars and gave each person a dollar on the entire planet, you would still have $500 million still left over. <sighs> that is wild. God, it's just so much money. I just don't understand it. Like, Amazon buying MGM, whatever. Like, cool. You know, like, MGM, they make 007 movies. I don't know what else they have. You know, MGM, they just really kind of gone by the wayside, in my opinion. But that amount of money is just nutty. Like, it's stupid amounts of money. It's, like, I would love to have it, but good God. Like, it's just so much money. So... So yeah, also going into the more entertainment news about movies and such, the beloved movie, at least I like this movie, I Am Legend, starring Will Smith that came out in the mid-2000s, has come out a while ago, they have just announced a sequel to I Am Legend and will star Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan, and that's really all we know about this movie so far, um... I thought Will Smith died at the end of that movie. <laughs> what happened at the end of that movie? It's been a while since I've seen it. It's been a couple of years. That movie's good. I mean, still so many people reference that movie, and it's still considered one of the all-time greats and one of the better Will Smith movies that he's ever done. And I mean, Will Smith has been in some all-time stuff between I Am Legend, Men in Black. I mean, Will Smith is just a great actor, and puts out all-timer after all-timer, you know, but I Am Legend is always one of them that's like, it's so good, and people know it, it's just that you don't talk about it all the time, but it's just always referenced as one of the great movies, and I swear, I thought he died at the end of that movie, spoilers for like a 15-year-old movie, (laughs) but apparently they're making, is Michael B. Jordan gonna be that kid? Didn't he have a son? Did he have a son or a daughter? I know he had a kid. Was it a boy? I don't remember. I thought they got out. And then he got with that girl. And then they tested the zombie thing in that house. But then the house got overrun. And I thought Will Smith was killed there. But I guess he wasn't. And then the girl left. And I thought she got to like some sanctuary. Because it was during the apocalypse. I don't know. I only remember Will Smith and the dog. <laughs> That's the main thing I feel like everybody remembers about I Am Legend. But, yeah, they're making a sequel. They're making an I Am Legend 2 now. So, I don't know when it's going to come out. Another year or two, probably. But they just announced it, and it will be returning with Will Smith and having the addition of Michael B. Jordan, and he's just in everything nowadays. Michael B. Jordan's the new Kevin Hart. He's in everything So, it'll be interesting to see where they go from there and the story that will be told with that movie. I think it's going to be good, but we'll have to wait and see, of course. So, So, like I said at the beginning, with the DC movies, apparently, the DC movies were all delayed. And I don't know why. Why? Why were these movies delayed? So, the DC movies such as, this is not what I wanted to do. 
two weeks ago. Okay. So, Black Adam is... Is that the next one that was supposed to come out? The next... Technically, the next movie that was supposed to come out was Black Adam, which is starring The Rock. And... July 29th was when it was supposed to come out. Apparently, I think it's delayed. Is it? I am very confused now. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. So... I think Black Adam was delayed, but I don't want to say for sure now because now I'm just confused. It might that might not be delayed. The Flash might have gotten delayed. One of these movies got delayed, and I don't know which one it is. The Flash. There was a Flash movie supposed to come out this year. In okay, it's been delayed till next year. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. I found it. So, it is The Flash, the Aquaman sequel movie, were moved to 2023 for some reason. Um, the Flash was moved... Good Lord! The Flash was supposed to be released on November 4th of this year, and it was moved to June of next year. Um, Aquaman 2 will now release before that on March 17th, 2023. Shazam, the next Shazam movie, got moved way up. I guess they got done with it. Shazam was supposed to come out June 2nd next year. Now comes out December 16th of this year. And Black Adam is now releasing on October 21st. Okay, so all those movies just got delayed. Um, yeah, that's really, that's really all that's about that. Black Adam got delayed from July to October, and then The Flash and Aquaman 2 were coming out next year, so therefore this year the order technically is now Black Adam in October, and then the next Shazam movie will be coming out in December, so that's kind of cool though, because like, for no one who knows this, and for people who no DC already know this, is that Shazam and Black Adam were technically, like, their... Black Adam was the number one villain for Shazam a lot of the times. Because they're very closely... I mean, they kind of... they Their costumes kind of look alike, you know? Like Shazam's with the, the red and the yellow lightning bolt on the front. Well, Black Adam's just swap out the red for black, and that's what it is. You know, it's still with the yellow lightning bolt. Um, that movie's gonna be good. Like, I actually am excited to see Black Adam when it comes out. Apparently, I gotta wait until October. <laughs> now, instead of July, just wait another few months. But, I, I, it's still gonna be good. I definitely think, there's already so much coming out in June and July already that's been announced between The Boys Season 3 that comes out in June and the trailer for it just came out, which is, it looks good, and it's going to be amazing. And I can't wait to watch it. Um, some other stuff that I got to talk about here in a minute. Um, in July, the next Thor movie comes out, so it's like, we already got some good stuff coming out in June and July. So just because just Black, Black Adam is moving away to October, 
we we still got a lot of stuff in June and July, so ain't got to really worry about missing any movie or show in the summer. So, so yeah, that's really all that's happening with DC movies right now. Going over to the Marvel side of things, real quick. Moon Knight. Once again, I'll say this. I mean, they've been advertising it pretty well right now. Moon Knight will be premiering on March 30th. So, the next episode that will be just me in two weeks, I will probably talk about the premiere of Moon Knight. Um, it'll be Wednesday, March 30th, and will be period ever, a new episode every week. I think it's five or six episodes. I want to say six. So, it won't be on for too long. Because it'll end pretty close towards when the next Doctor Strange movie comes out in May. So, just once again, March 30th is when the Moon Knight series premieres. Kicking it over to Star Wars real quick. We have finally, finally got a trailer for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. That will be releasing on May 25th of this year. And I'm excited for it. There is so much hype around it I definitely think this show is not only the most hyped but the most anticipated series of the entire year and there's a lot of stuff happening this year and I mean that's it's a hard that's a hard thing to say that it's the most anticipated with everything that's happening but it's Kenobi it's a series that w- people have been wanting since the end of episode three. Ever since that movie basically came out, people have been asking, well, what happened? What what happened between episode three and four? After Order 66 happened, the Battle of the Heroes happened between Kenobi and Anakin. Anakin got all cut up and turned into Darth Vader. And then Kenobi separated Luke and Leia. What happened after that? What did Kenobi do? In those years, how did he stay away from the Empire? How did he do all that until we see him again at the beginning of Episode 4 where he's teaching Luke and all that and then gets killed in the Death Star? So, what? where do we... Where does he go? And all that kind of stuff. So, the trailer finally came out and we're finally getting those answers on May 25th. And, I mean, I'm excited. You know, it's it's... One of the most hyped things of the year, and it's Ewan McGregor's back as Kenobi. Hayden Christensen is back as Anakin Skywalker, which is Darth Vader. We got so many other characters showing up. We got different Inquisitors showing up. It's just going to be... I mean, I've talked about it a lot, and I just can't wait to see what actually happens. Apparently... Kenobi and Vader will fight at some point during this show. It's going to be huge. It's de- I, There's no doubt in my mind it will be the biggest series on Disney Plus ever. Like, of course, we have The Book of Boba Fett. We have The Bad Batch. We have all these other Marvel series we have all the re- the rest of the Star Wars series with the Mandalorian and all that, but without a doubt, and and of course we got these new Defenders 
uh, series with Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, The Punisher, and this the Defender series itself, all moving from Netflix over to Disney Plus that are now available on Disney Plus. All of that aside, Kenobi is without a doubt it's going to be the biggest show on Disney Plus, and that says a lot because of the amount of shows, the amount of good shows that are on the streaming service. With, you know, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, everything Marvel has done so far and will do. But, it's Kenobi. I'm, what, what else can I say? It, it, he's one of the best and biggest characters in Star Wars and of all time. You know, I mean, you don't have to know every bit of the lore of Star Wars to recognize the name Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, it's going to be good. I'm really excited for it. <coughs> Can't wait for it to come out. And, yeah, man, there's really nothing else I can say because I don't really know a lot of what's going to be happening in this show. So, we'll just have to wait and see what actually happens then. So, kicking it back to Marvel like I was talking about, what if Season 2 was officially confirmed that it will be coming out this year. They just did not give a specific day. We do not know the actual, like, date, you know. They said before the year ends, Season 2 will be premiering. So, I think that'll probably be, like, November, maybe. Like, October, November in that area, maybe. So, we'll get Season 2 of What If. And that's real quick, because I feel like Season 1 was not... I mean, season one was last summer, you know? And they have so many other series that they're trying to do. Like with Moon Knight coming out in a couple of weeks. And just announced, I'll go ahead and talk about it, Miss Marvel, with the new trailer for Miss Marvel, this series will be premiering on June 8th. Which, of course, if you don't know Miss Marvel, it's Kamala Khan is the character. And... It's a different approach, you know, I like how Marvel series, each one is a different genre, almost, even though they're still Marvel, um, being about different characters and new characters at that, like with Moon Knight, he's schizophrenic, he's kind of a darker character, kind of like a Batman-esque type character as well. He's got his problems, all that kind of stuff, and it's going to be good, while Miss Marvel on June 8th, it's kind of like a, a higher upper tone uh, series because of she's like a high schooler and it's a, she's in love with a boy. And <laughs> like, like you understand what I'm saying? Like they're both Marvel, but they're two totally different shows about two different characters that are going through two different types of problems. And since we have Moon Knight March 30th, the next one is Miss Marvel on June 8th. Don't know how long it's going to be. And then apparently they did say that the She-Hulk series will be taking place after that. It will be premiering after Miss Marvel. And I'm guessing that's going to give us like a maybe a September premiere date, I imagine. And then after that, we'll get What If Season 2. And... Yeah, so like they're trying to put out so many series. Like I've said this before, and I've said it a lot, that Marvel is trying to push out so many series that 
where do we get the Star Wars series? Like, we got the Kenobi series coming up. We got Mandalorian Season 3. Um, if they make another season of The Bad Batch. We got the Cassian Andor series. Like, where are all these series going to fit, is my question. And I feel like Disney, as corporate, the business itself, they want these series not to overlap. That they want one series to go, one Marvel, and then a Star Wars. And then a Marvel, and then a Star Wars. Like, I don't see why they just have two series on at the same time. That way, one, you're putting out more stuff all together. That way you can get through the stories. You're not getting through them quicker, but you're able to put them out together. You know, you're not having to constantly wait and all that. And then, okay, well, we have to wait until this comes out because we can't put this out yet because there's a piece of the story in this other series that hasn't come out yet, but we got to wait for it. It's already ready, but we got to wait for this Star Wars series to be done before we can put this Marvel one out. You know, like, why? Just put one out on Wednesday, one out on Friday, and I'll be fine because it gives me more stuff to watch. <laughs> like, I'm perfectly fine. Oh, I'm perfectly fine with a Marvel series coming out weekly, one episode every Wednesday, and a Star Wars series at the same time on Fridays. You know, I'm perfectly fine with that. There's nothing wrong with that. So, it's just up to what they'll do. You know, like we got so much stuff coming out now and they've announced a lot of stuff so it's becoming to the point where stuff is now building up i feel like the miss marvel series has been done filming and done for a long time for months and months now but it gets to the point where it's like you could put this out ahead of time you know what i'm saying like moon knight yeah let it run the doctor strange movie will come out and once Moon Knight is done, then the Kenobi series is going to have to happen. And, like, I mean, you can look right here. The Kenobi series premieres May 25th, which is on a Wednesday. And two weeks later, on June 8th, Miss Marvel premieres. Is Kenobi not weekly? Is Kenobi only two episodes? <laughs> Which would God, that would suck. Is Kenobi all of season, all of that whole season, going to be posted at once? Are they coming out the same day? Like, what? Like, wh what's going on here? I just noticed that. You know, two weeks after, two weeks to the day after Kenobi premieres, Miss Marvel is premiering. Are they now going to be weekly? Am I going to have to watch Kenobi and Miss Marvel on the same day? Which I don't really would. I mean, I would do that. But I would rather not. I would rather it come out on a different day. Because I'm going to have to watch it the day it comes out. Because of spoilers. But I don't want to watch them back to back. They're two very different episodes and types of show. I'm having to watch Kenobi, an hour of that show. And then probably watch another hour show of Miss Marvel. Like... I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm fine with them coming out at the same time. Just not on the same exact day, you know. The same week, you know. Having them on Wednesdays and having another one on Fridays is perfectly fine. But they might change it up. Like, after that, they might be like, oh, 
Kenobi premieres on Wednesday, but then from now on it'll be one episode every Friday or whatever. I don't know if they're going to do episodes every week. I don't know if they're going to put the whole thing on just at one time. They can't do that. They can't do that to Kenobi. I don't think they can do they they won't do that, I don't think. But yeah, like so that so Miss Marvel premiering on June 8th. We'll see what happens when we get there, I guess. But I don't really understand. But I did want to say this real quick, speaking of Marvel. The next Marvel movie after Doctor Strange is the fourth Thor movie, which is Thor Love and Thunder. That is a mouthful, too. In July. And we have not got a trailer yet. Um, I have been thinking that we might not have a trailer for the next Thor movie because something might happen in the Doctor Strange movie, and the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness movie might have something happen in that movie that causes something in Thor 4. Like, have the Doctor Strange movie come out, and then... See, I don't... Well, let me finish my sentence. I think something... Have, like, the Doctor Strange movie happen, and then have the trailer for Thor Love and Thunder premiere a day or two after... Or have it let it be the end credit scene. They did that with Spider-Man No Way Home and it was such a good idea and I don't know why they've done it. Or why they don't do it with other movies. They should just do that with every Marvel movie at this point. If, like, Spider-Man No Way Home, because of what happened in that movie, it affected the next movie, which was Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. The end credit scene of Spider-Man was the Doctor Strange movie. I mean, trailer. <laughs> yeah, the end credit scene was a two and a half hour movie. <laughs> no, the end credit scene for Spider-Man No Way Home was the trailer for the next Doctor Strange movie. Why don't they do that with Thor and Doctor Strange? Now, I understand Thor comes out literally like two months later and... That's enough buildup. The Marvel community itself built up the Spider-Man No Way Home movie. Spider-Man was trending on Twitter for weeks with no trailer and nothing about it. The trailer came out like the week after all of the buildup happened because of the community happened on Twitter. Because of all the trending hashtags and all that, you know. There's no, like, I, 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 I don't think it's trending right now, but it, I, I think they, that's what they need to do, which I say all this, and the trailer will come out tomorrow. <laughs> like, this happens every time. Every, I record these on Thursdays, and every freaking time I talk about it like this, tomorrow on Friday, they're going to release it probably. But Thor Love and Thunder comes out July 8th, 2022. And Doctor Strange, I think, is May 5th. So, that's two months and three days, technically. All you gotta do is have the Doctor Strange movie come out in theaters. Have it as it is. And then have the Thor Love and Thunder trailer be the end credit scene. That would be so good. I would love that. Like, watching a trailer, like with Miss Marvel or Moon Knight or anything like that, watching a trailer for a movie at home when it's brand new 
is cool. You know, I can pull it up on my phone. I could pull it up on my TV, go to the YouTube app or whatever. I can watch it on my TV. I'll be able to like look through it. If I see something that that looks like it's out of place, I can like analyze it and all that type of stuff, you know, and speed it, speed it up, slow it down, all that type of stuff at home. But it's just something about seeing a brand new trailer, like the Doctor Strange trailer in theaters as the end credit scene. Because as a Marvel fan, and anybody listening can agree to this, as a Marvel fan, when you see a Marvel movie, and as soon as the credits kick in, I don't even automatically hit stand up anymore. The credits are just now a part of the movie. Like, used to as a kid... I would speed up through the credits. I would just end the movie. The movie was over when the credits started. But now the credits are just a a filler part of the movie for me. And for all Marvel fans, and basically any fan at this point. You don't even have to be into Marvel movies that much. Because a lot of movies nowadays just have mid or end credit scenes. To lead up to the next movie or whatever. But I think... If they don't put out a trailer tomorrow, (laughs) or within the next week or two, because we're slowly getting closer into April, and this movie comes out in July, which it made sense. It made sense for the Doctor Strange movie that they put the end credit scene at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home on many reasons. One, because, like I said what happened in No Way Home affected Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, of the multiverse and all the things that go into that. But also, Spider-Man No Way Home came out in December, and then Doctor Strange comes out in May. So they had six months to build up and to be able to have the trailer come out then. And it's like, okay, the trailer came out. We got six months to do this. Well, now, Thor Love and Thunder comes out in July, and July 8th, and the day of this recording is March 17th. So how many how many months is that? It's April, May, June, and another half month. So we're three and a half months away, technically, from this movie releasing, and we don't have a trailer at all. Like, it's now half the time, almost half the time that Doctor Strange had, and no trailer. Why is that? Because something might happen in the Doctor Strange movie. That's what I'm thinking. That <coughs> might just be me. Just freeballing or whatever, you know. Just me thinking. Probably thinking too much about it. But there might be something that happens in that Doctor Strange movie that leads into Thor 4. And that's why I think... it. I think that's what they should just do. From now on. Just have the movie, and then the trailer for the next movie is the end credit scene of the movie. Unless you need another end credit scene to build up something else, to have like Kang or somebody in it, you know? Like, I don't know what's going to happen in the Doctor Strange movie. I really don't. It's a lot of bullcrap, and wasn't <laughs> like good bullcrap, though. And it's like a, stuff, a bunch of stuff that's going to happen that I don't really understand, and... It's going to take some time. There's like three different Doctor Stranges in this movie. The Illuminati, all this type of stuff, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. And I don't really know everything that's going to happen. But, but, 
leading into the next movie or the next series and having that build up. Just put that as the mid credit scene and then have the end credit scene be the next the trailer for the next movie. And they're gonna put this trailer out soon. There's no doubt. They got to. They have to. If they wait, if they do what I just said and have the trailer as the end credit scene for, in Doctor Strange movie, I'm going to crap my pants <laughs> in that theater. <laughs> like, oh, it's going to be so good. God, I love the Thor movies too. Thor Ragnarok is my like favorite solo Thor, solo Marvel movie. Like, it's just a movie, a Marvel movie that's just about one hero and one character, like the Captain America movies and the Iron Man movies, Thor Ragnarok is just my personal favorite. God, like, Th- Love and Thunder is just going to be so good. I already know it. I mean, Christian Bale is going to be playing the villain. So I was like, how can you go wrong with this, you know? So, yeah, I- I'm eager to see what's going to happen. They'll probably put the trailer for Thor Love and Thunder out tomorrow, like I've been saying. This happens every dead gum time that I talk about it, that they always put out the trailer to the next movie the day after I, I'm done talking about it. So, so yeah, that's my whole spiel about that. And I'll, of course, be talking more about Doctor Strange and all that in the next few weeks, the next month leading up to that movie. So, But Moon Knight's the next Marvel thing that premieres on March 30th. So, <coughs> so with all that being said, I wanted to go ahead and give all of you a warning a spoiler warning, because I'm going to be talking about spoilers here in a minute. I saw the Batman movie, the newest Batman movie that came out a week or two ago. I ha- I saw it, went and saw it at theaters with a good friend of mine. You know him. He is a multi-time guest here on the podcast. It was John, Mr. John Wright. Me and him saw the Batman premiere night, Thursday night, actually. It was literally premiere night, <laughs> the the... The parking lot was packed, just to go ahead and give you all the rundown here. The parking lot was packed. That We had to park like at the very farthest pos- parking positions all the way across the place. And walked in there. No, I, I mean, I could, I could talk about this. I paid for my ticket on the app, okay? And then, so I got there, and it started, I want to say it started at 9 or 8, one of those times. And so I got there. John was already in the theater when I got there. So I got there, I parked, and I walked in, and there was like one lady working the concessions and like four or five people in line to get popcorn or candy or whatever, and there was nobody else there. And I'm like, the parking, the whole parking lot was full. And I was like, well, I was like, oh, all these people must be already be in like the Batman screenings because that was i mean it's it's a batman movie like everybody's gonna go see it and i was like okay well what do i do there was no dude there, there wasn't the guy the person that always you know scans your code or whatever there was nobody working out in the front in front of the theater you know where you buy tickets because i already bought mine on the app so i was like huh so what do I do now? And so I, just, I looked at my phone and I was like, well, I don't know what theater it's in. And I was like, well, I got to go to the bathroom. So I went to the back. So I just walked. <laughs> I just walked through the little area where the guy was supposed to scan your code and give you, you know, a ticket to the movie theater. So I was like, okay, 
I'll just walk. And then I looked around, nobody was looking, so I just started walking. <laughs> so I walked down away from the concession area and walked down the long hallway, went to the bathroom, and then I looked on my phone while I was in the bathroom, and I was like, okay, I got to find out which room. I mean, I was like, I don't want to walk into a room that's already started watching this movie and get spoiled to it. So I looked at my phone, I was like, okay, it says the theater room on the app. So I was like, okay, I, I don't need the ticket then, technically. So, which is probably, like, not something you should do. You should not do what I did. I just did it because I was not sitting around waiting because the good commercials were about to start. Because, you know, like, when a movie says it starts at 9, that's when the good commercials start, and then you got to wait, like, 15 minutes of that to happen. It's like 15 or 20 minutes of good commercials before the actual movie starts. So then I got in there, sat down, and the theater was literally less than half full. It was like, I would say the theater was like a third, or anywhere between, like, like it was probably like 40% full. Like, the theater we were in was not really packed at all. It was just literally less than half it was full, but... Watched the movie, great movie, and then we just left. <laughs> that was it. So, but I want to go ahead and give you give you all a spoiler warning because I'm about to give my review of the Batman. If you have not seen the Batman and do not want to get spoiled to it, you should speed this up about ten minutes or so. Not that long review because I don't remember a lot of the movie. <laughs> it has been a little bit. And I have watched some stuff since then, so I don't remember a lot of it. But I'm going to try and give my best of my ability review to it. So, spoiler warning. If you have not seen The Batman, go watch it or speed this up about 10-15 minutes. And then you'll miss out on the spoiler warning review. So, spoiler warning for The Batman. Alright, so, saw the Batman, like I said, um, to me, it was a little long, but it was really good, like, there's always been the debate of Christian Bale being the best Batman because of the Dark Knight movies, I understand that, those movies are great, they're great in their own way, all that, in my opinion, I think this is my favorite, personal favorite Batman movie today. And Robert Pattinson did great. Uh, Like, it's unreal how people ridiculed him because of him being, who was he, Edward in the Twilight movies, the vampire. And how he did those movies and now he's Bruce Wayne's Batman and how well he did he did amazing like it was great like they're like I went into this movie with like an open mind because of I didn't know what was going to happen I didn't want any like feelings towards that of him being in Twilight the Twilight movie, he's being like, oh, this the same guy who's Edward is Batman, supposed to be Batman now. Like, I didn't feel that. I was like, he's just an actor. You know, he's older now. The Twilight movies were a long time ago. 
a lot of stuff has happened. He's done a lot more different movies now. I want to give him a chance. And he over-delivered. <laughs> like, he delivered a lot. And that was... It's without a doubt my favorite Batman movie today. So, the Batman, it's very good. Um, the villain, the Riddler, was good. The Penguin was good. Catwoman was great. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman was awesome. Like, she was good. The acting was amazing. I don't remember what that guy's name was. What was the name of Commissioner Gordon in this movie? He was in Westworld. Um, Jeffrey Wright, who was also the voice of The Watcher in the What If series, he plays Commissioner Gordon, which he's not Commissioner in this movie yet. Um, I think towards the end, he basically becomes Commissioner, unless he becomes Commissioner in the next one, because the Commissioner before him is still alive while he dies in this movie. But he was great. It's, I mean, it is my personal favorite Batman movie. It's just so good. Like, I don't understand how, like, I understand it's a debate between The Dark Knight and this movie. Like, people have said that this movie, the critics and all that said this will be your your new favorite Batman or at least your second favorite Batman movie right behind The Dark Knight with Christian Bale as Batman and Heath Ledger as the Joker. I... How can I say this? I liked The Dark Knight movies. Some of them were just drawn out and they're more realistic Batman but to me, I feel like you can't have a Batman movie and have it be too realistic. Because it's not. <laughs> like, his villains aren't realistic. His, everything that happens, you know, like Poison Ivy, that's not a realistic character. Mr. Freeze, that's not a realistic character. You know, like the Riddler, yeah, he, he can be. The Joker technically can be a realistic character, like... Of, and I'm, t I'm saying, like, realistic characters in, like, could this character actually be somebody in real life? Poison Ivy can't be a real character. She wasn't in this movie, of course, but, like, a woman who kisses people and they die. Or she has control of plants. You know, like, that's not a real thing. Mr. Freeze, who shoots a gun that shoots ice. That's not real. That can't really happen. But, like, Joker, that type of character actually can happen in real life. Or the Riddler, that can actually happen in real life. You know, like the Dark Knight Rises when they had Bane, who was a great character in that movie. But the Bane and like the games and the comics and all that with the uh, fluids that run into his body that make him real big and strong, like that can't happen without dying <laughs> in real life, you know? Like pumping steroids or PCP or whatever into your body. Like, yeah, that can happen, but you mostly will either go nuts and not be sane or just die. So, but <clears throat> to me, honestly, and I also saw this guy say this on Twitter, was that Robert Pattinson's Batman is good. This movie is good. And they said, and this guy said, he's not the best, but 
when they make the next movies, he can be the best Batman ever. And I agree with that. In my like my personal opinion, he's my favorite so far. Without a doubt, Robert Pattinson's Batman is my favorite live action Batman today. To date, you know. But it's it was just really good. Um they are definitely having a sequel and a third, I guess you can say too. So there there will be a total trilogy for this Batman. I think that the Joker it will be the villain of at least the third movie. Um apparently it is going to be played by the actor Barry Kogan, I guess is how you pronounce his name. He was the guy who controlled people with his mind in the Eternals movie. So yeah, <laughs> that'll be good to see him as the Joker. But <clears throat> but apparently, like the Joker and the Batman already know each other because the Joker's already locked in Arkham Asylum. So it's like we they already kind of know each other. It's bat and this Batman movie was good because it was more detective Batman as well. So it's like he was more like analyzing stuff and all that. And then at the end of the Batman, he become the hero that Gotham needs. You know, he's not just a vigilante. He actually finally is hero Batman. So, I think it's great. I loved it. Um, if you listen to this and you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. But, in my opinion, it's just a really good movie. And, yeah, it's just, I, it's just really good. So, the Batman, I give it like a, I give it a 9 out of 10, honestly. Because it's, just a really good movie, and you should check it out, and you, if you did watch it, and you listened to what I said, you understand my points of view, and my opinions on that, but yeah, it's just a really good movie overall, so well done, Matt Reeves, well done on the Batman, and I can't wait to see the next spinoff series that apparently are in the works at HBO Max, and the next two movies that are coming after this, so Robert Pattinson, real good, real good. Good suit. Good suit. You did real well as the Batman. <coughs> so, with all that being said, I've got a question from all of y'all. If you ever wanted to submit a question for me to answer on a future episode of the Toddcast, you can go to my YouTube channel. There should be a link down in the description of this episode in the podcast description down there. Go down there, there should be a link, tap on it, click on it, however you're listening to this, you just tap on that. It'll take take you to my YouTube channel, you can go ahead and subscribe and do all that good stuff. Go to one of the videos and go into the comments section and comment a question that you would like for me to uh, answer on a future episode. It can be, you can actually uh, comment drinks or candy or some type of chips or anything like that as well if you ever want me to review that but being the questions as well you, you can do both you can really just comment anything. <laughs> comment a question comment a drink comment a chip flavor comment a piece of candy whatever like you want me to review or answer a certain question just comment that down below and i'll see about answering or reviewing whatever you commented on a future episode so, here today I've got one question, and <laughs> I've already read it, of course, but it is a question that become famous on TikTok, and I don't know how it 
got here to to being viral, but it was asked by I guess some people were asking this question, and then it just kind of took over the world. The question, <coughs> if you're on TikTok, you probably already know what I'm about to ask. The question is, are there more doors or are there more wheels in the world? Now, it's it's because it's one of those questions that make you think. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, it's a kind of stupid question, but... When you think about it, like, are there more doors or are there more wheels in the world? I mean, I can just look around this room and there are more doors and wheels because you got, and and then people will make their arguments, of course, of doors and wheels and all that, you know, like every building has a door that goes outside. Probably has more than one door that goes outside. Probably has an emergency exit door. Um, Do you count roof access doors? I'm not talking like little outlet door that goes out and you can step onto the roof. I'm talking like door that you can can like you push up, you know, to get out on top. Like those little like little doors, which they were kind of window door, window things. Like on the, the top of an RV that you could like bend over or something like that. Like the top of the the uh, top cover on a bus. Is that a door that you can is that counted as a door, I guess? Um the back door on a on a bus, you know, the folding door on the bus, you know. F- refrigerators have doors. Drawers have doors. Cupboards have doors, you know. Like what else? V every car has a door, you know. But then there's wheels. <laughs> Every car has wheels. Either four or more, of course, you know. A motorcycle doesn't have doors, but it has two wheels. Every drawer has at least one door, but how many wheels does it have? At least a couple inside to make it pull out, you know. Those are wheels. Um, This chair I'm sitting in has... One, two, three, four, four. Five, this chair I'm sitting in has five wheels on it. There's another chair in here that has a couple wheels on it. It has four wheels on it. This table does not have wheels on it. Um, uh, let's see here. What else has doors and wheels? <coughs> I will say that like cupboards that have doors that open... Not like the pull-out drawers. I'm talking like in your kitchen and pull and just open the door. That's a door with no wheels at all, you know. So then you have to ratio that. And like the dishwasher, is that technically a door? When you open or close like the dishwasher or a stove, is that the door? <laughs> I've never heard it called like the stove door, <laughs> you know, that it bends open. Is that technically counted as a door? I don't know. But it's like, you, you really, you, and then you put it into perspective of how many doors and wheels. Let's take my vehicle. I drive a truck. It's got four doors. It's got four wheels. How many wheels are on the inside of the engine? Under the hood. How many wheels are under there? You know, that are wheeling around all the, the moving parts and stuff. And there's only four doors. But do you count the glove box? That's a, is that, is that a door? 
well, like what constitutes itself as a door? You know what I'm saying? Like it opens. Does it have to swing or does it pull out like a drawer? Is that a door? <laughs> what, do you th- what do you think about it? And then um, what else? And then like the inside of a house to every room. Every room has a door that has no wheels on it, of course. Every room has a door that goes into it. Um, and then a lot of people will say like, oh, there's more doors in the city of New York. Just the whole city of New York. Just every skyscraper, every house, every building that is in the city of New York. There are more doors in that one city than there are wheels in the world, is what a lot of people will say. That there's more doors there. But how many of those rooms have office chairs one office chair has anywhere between four, five, or six wheels. Well, that's five wheels to this one room that has one door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then hospitals. How many doors are in a hospital? But then hospital beds have wheels. It has four, at least, on a, on each corner, you know. Um, God. It's really hard to decide of what I think. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? (coughs) Like, boats? No. Most boats don't have wheels because they don't drive. But you put them on boat trailers, like trailers, they got wheels. An 18-wheeler with a trailer, that's a lot of wheels. And 18-wheelers only got like two doors, unless you count all them side little compartments. But that's one you got to ask, like, what constitutes the door? Because, like, with the drawers, you can count, you know, the wheels that make the drawers pull out. But do you count the actual, like, the door of the drawer? Is that a door, technically? I don't know. It's... It's all opinion-based. I mean, there's no way you can actually figure that out of how many wheels and doors there are in the world. But it's like, currently in the room that I'm in, there are more doors. I will say that because of drawers, cupboards, um, the house itself with different rooms, the refrigerators. Um, If you count the dishwasher door and the stovetop door or the stove uh, oven door... Um, and then with wheels, you know, you got wheels on the office chair, you got wheels, are there wheels on the bottom of a fridge? No. Um, you got wheels on my vehicle out there, you know, you got all the tractors that have a bunch of wheels, and golly, and the tractor, and the trailers that tractors will pull to go do crops with and all that, that's got a lot of wheels too. I feel like there are more wheels. It's leaning towards more wheels in the world than there are doors because of just cars themselves. And with, like, the office chair thing and all that, too, you know, like... There are a lot of doors. I will say that. I've been in buildings with doors that felt like it should have had less amount. (laughs) 
you know, with like older type buildings. And then you got your grandparents types houses that's always got a door, random door in the living room that nobody uses anymore. That's usually behind the couch or something, you know, those types of houses. So that's like an extra door thrown in there. But I would have to say wheels because you also have to take into account of how many vehicles there are in the world. Not only with motorcycles having no doors, but two wheels. And then you got the three-wheelers. You got the four-wheelers. And then you got all these cars that have four wheels and either have two doors or four doors. Um, can you count the trunk? If that's the case, can I count the tailgate? <laughs> Is that a door? <laughs> I mean, it swings open. And then, like, what else constitutes as a wheel? Like, am I counting just the office chair wheel and the wheel of a lawnmower or something like that? Or can I count the wheel on the front of a stove? The circle that you turn to get the temperature right? That's a circle. Is that a wheel? Like, what makes us, What makes it a wheel? You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, I think there are probably more wheels in the world than there are doors. Because of... Anything that swings, turns, or moves is most likely, and if it's on the ground, it's on a wheel. All these doors, they technically aren't touching the ground because they're attached to the wall. So they swing, so therefore there's no wheel because they can't go all the way around too. And then like the revolving door. Is that a door or a wheel? Are you walking in a wheel? Or is that four different doors that swing in a circle to make it one big wheel. I'm asking the real questions here, you know. And then like elevator doors and all that type of stuff. And then, you know, um, the wheels that make escalate escalators go up and down, you know. All that type of stuff. There are wheels in elevator, the pulley system and all that to pull elevators up and down, you know. Roller coasters. How many wheels are on them? The wheel, you know, like a carnival, the big wheel that you just sit in that goes real slow, you know. That's a big wheel, you know. How many wheels are in it? So, <coughs> I don't know. It's it's a lot, you know, and trains and they got wheels and buses on, wheels on the bus go round and round. Like, it's a lot of stuff to think about and it's really just like your opinion, honestly, because there's really not at least right now, that I know of, there's not really a factual answer to the question, are there more doors or wheels in the world? But in my opinion, it's leaning towards wheels right now. After talking about all the stuff that I just did, I would have to say wheels and then doors right now. So, So yeah. It really makes you think. (coughs) So, with all that being said... If you go if you go over onto Instagram and see the Toddcast official Instagram page at the underscore Toddcast underscore, you'll see pictures of me and the guests and different drinks and things that I reviewed. Well, since last week I reviewed different flavors of Fanta, I was thinking about let's take it a step back and let's not go towards drinks this week. How about we try two different flavors of chips? That's right. I have got... Flavor Meal Chips. Now, I've actually tried one of these before, and I've got two different flavors of the Flavor Meal Chips. Um, 
Okay, <clears throat> making sure these aren't expired. <coughs> I actually bought these like last night at a gas station. These are like your typical like find these random brand chips in a gas station, you know. So the first flavor I'm going to try is the Flavor Meal Raging Ranch. Now, I like ranch flavored stuff. Some good ASMR for you. There we go. All right. Wow. God, they're about like Lay's. Only fill up half the bag. So, Raging Ranch. Let's look at some stuff here. Potato chips. Gluten-free. Good Lord, I smell them already. Uh, Gluten-free, 150 calories. That's per serving, though. Um, Where's this from? Flavor Mill is from Nottingham, Pennsylvania. Um, the relatively newer company of Air Foods in 2017. Um, there are more flavors than these two. There's like four or five, I think. So I might try some different other flavors that they have. But this flavor, Raging Ranch, is the only flavor I've ever tried from this brand of Flavor Mill before. And But it was like a couple months ago. I don't really remember what it tastes like. So, let's pull a chip out here. Okay, looks good. Got one of those nice folded chips, you know. So, Flavor Mill Raging Ranch. Let's give it a try. Mm, real crunchy. Kind of like a crunch in the mic. Ooh! It's raging! Oh! Oh, Jesus! <coughs> Ooh, that's raging, man. Let me try another one. Oh, Jesus, man. God, make your eyes squint. Oh, Lord. That has got some heat to it. Whoo! Holy man. Okay. Oh. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I want to have another one. <laughs> Woo! Jesus Lord. Why is it so hot? Oh, give me water. Mm. Okay. <coughs> Let me review it before I die. Um, Raging Ranch. God, that's good. It has such a good flavor, but good Lord. I'm about to cry from the amount of heat. Um... On the scale from 0 to 100, with no decimals, I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you a 76. Only because of the, God, the amount of heat is on it. It's good. I like it. But I just don't need it to be that hot. It's a little... It's a little raging too much, if you know what I mean. Um, but I love the flavor. You know, it has that really good, like... Cool Ranch Doritos flavor, like, and I like that flavor, but it's, God, it's just got so much heat, and it's on, like, and the chips themselves are, like, the wavy type, not the wavy, like the, I don't know what they're called, kind of like Ruffles, I guess, I don't really know, but, I mean, they're good, you know, they're real nice crunch to it, it's a really good chip, the seasoning is all there, but, and it's only, like, half full, which that also can go against them, but, other than that, Raging Ranch, that's pretty good. I would definitely eat those again, but God, they make me burn me alive. <coughs> so, next up, 
from The Flavor Meal. We have Baby Back Ribs Flavored Potato Chips. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not really big. Okay. Let me just mess up all the audio real quick. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not that big into barbecue potato chips. Like, they're okay, but they're not my go-to. Um, but these might actually be pretty good. I don't really know. Um, they look good. They got the nice orange tint to them, you know. Gluten-free as well. So if you don't, if you can't handle gluten, these are the chips for you. The ladybugs are coming out today. I'll tell you what. It is starting to get hot outside and there are ladybugs starting to get everywhere. So, they smell my chips. <laughs> I want to take my baby back rib chips. So, flavor meal, baby back ribs. Let's go ahead and give you a try and see if you're pretty good. All right, let's see. Whoa. That is barbecue. God, you can taste it. I'm still burning alive from the Asian ranch, but... It ain't bad. Hmm. Interesting. It's a very interesting barbecue flavor to it. I apologize if you can hear me crunch. These chips are very loud. That's pretty good. Honestly, yeah, like that's really good. I'm not ranking these against the ranch, but Raging Ranch kind of did burn my taste buds to where I can hardly taste anything now. That ain't bad. Like, out of all the barbecue chips I've had in my life, like, that's some of the good ones right there. Y'all should definitely try these. Both of these, actually, but... Yeah, these baby back ribs, they're, they're... I'd give it a 78. Like, I'd honestly put these above the Raging Ranch, only because the Raging Ranch is so damn hot. But, <coughs> they, yeah, these are good. Like, I like those. Those are some of the best barbecue-type chips that I've ever had in my life, honestly. But, yeah. So that puts Baby Back Ribs at a 78 and Raging Ranch at a 76. So if you want to try out Flavor Mills chips, you can just go to a local gas station. They're probably there. Um, there will be more flavors soon, probably, because there, are, there were more flavors at the gas station. I just didn't... I don't remember what they were. But I'll have to get some more soon. And like I said before, if you ever want to comment down below what chip candy drink anything like that and a question as well comment it down below if you want me to review or answer your question on a future episode and i think that's going to do it for this week as always please rate and subscribe and if you're listening on youtube please like comment and subscribe and click on that bell to get notified when new videos are uploaded and make sure you follow the podcast only on instagram at the underscore podcast underscore for all your updates and podcast needs, make sure you tell your friends and your family to give it a listen. And thank all of you for listening to this episode. If you want to know what's going to happen next week, we're just going to tune in to find out. Only on The Toddcast.